Fresh Pickings is a podcast by Heritage Radio Network, presented by Bob's Red Mill. Love learning about food? Get more superfood for your brain with the featured podcast miniseries, Fresh Pickings. Go to bobsredmill.com slash freshpickings. Today on Fresh Pickings, we're talking about vehicles. No, not the kind with four-wheel drive. We're talking about the edible vehicles that transport your carne asada, beans, and rice from the taco truck to your hungry mouth. Ever wonder how your two-pound burrito could possibly fit all of those ingredients without totally exploding? Well, that's all thanks to masa, the corn flour used to make tortillas, sopas, and pupusas. While solid masa dough is traditionally sold in Mexican grocery stores in the refrigerator aisle, Bob's Red Mill makes things easier by offering a non-perishable powdered version of the same stuff. In Spanish, masa harina or masa arena literally translates to dough flour and when mixed with water transforms to a malleable dough that can be used in a variety of dishes. How is masa harina made and what is it used for? To tell us more about the magic of masa harina, I've got Dave Arnold, co-host of Cooking Issues, and I'll pay a visit to Fanny Gerson at her handmade donut shop, Dough, in Manhattan. I'm your host, Kat Johnson. Stay tuned. I'm here with Katie Mosman-Wadler, the Executive Director of Heritage Radio Network. Katie, how do you like to eat your tacos? In a hard shell or soft shell? Definitely soft shell all the way. Why do you like soft shell more than hard shell? Well, soft shell tacos, first of all, if the tortilla is fresh, it's a really delicious part of the whole experience. They stay intact better and you can put more stuff in them. Hard shell tacos... I, I see their merits, but they're really crumbly. They can make a big mess. And I just love the taste of a fresh tortilla. And then what do you like to put in the taco? Well, it is a super hot day in New York City today. So I am thinking about fish tacos, which is one of my favorite kind of summer easy dinner foods. I like to grill some fish and then I make a really delicious mango salsa with some red pepper and mint and lime and throw that together. I make really good guacamole. So fish tacos with lots of cilantro and uh, probably a modelo especial to go Yum. with that. Well, that sounds great. I'm going to have to invite myself over for a taco party soon. I'll bring mezcal. Okay, you're on. Sounds great. These days, Mexican food seems to be more and more common in the average American's diet. Tortillas are replacing white bread, and spicy pork is replacing your deli meat. We've come a long way since Jack in the Box seemed to be the only place to buy tacos. Now you can pick up a breakfast burrito from your local bodega and tamales from stands on the side of the road. But everyone knows the difference between a good and a great quesadilla starts with a tortilla. To achieve optimum deliciousness, tortillas must be made fresh using pure corn flour like that of Bob's Red Mill's Masa Harina. Everyone asks people about favorite pizza toppings, but to keep up with the times, let's talk about favorite taco toppings. My favorite is cilantro. What's yours? 
So if it's carne asada and it's like, then I like it very simple. I like some pickled onion and lime, um, you know, and maybe, you know, a little bit of a hot sauce, but I like it pretty spare. But, you know, I'm also a sucker for American, like lots of chopped lettuce and cheese. I mean, I can go many different ways, but I always go soft. This is Dave Arnold, co-host of Cooking Issues here on Heritage Radio Network. He is a culinary daredevil and expert on masa harina. So how is masa harina made? So typically, so what you would do with uh, corn, the difference between cornmeal and masa harina is that the corn in, in masa harina has gone through a process called nixtamalization. And when you nixtamalize something, you par-cook it, then soak it in an alkaline solution. And the classic one that you use in, in Mexico and Central America would be calcium hydroxide or lime, they call it, uh, you know, slaked lime. And uh, that makes the real kind of typical aroma. So think tortilla chip versus cornbread as an aroma difference. It also changes the nutritional balance of the of the corn and allows you to use the whole corn and basically nothing but the corn to make tortillas. So they, they nixtamalize the corn, then they dry it, grind it to a flour, and then it's basically add water and instant tortilla fun. So explain to me why I can't just use cornmeal to make... Tortillas. Well, uh, you'd be the worst person in the world if you did that. If you use straight cornmeal to make tortillas, like you, you would instantly be uh, consigned to the dustbin of terrible enemy of quality bad cooks. It just doesn't work. I mean, first of all, like, the texture won't be right because uh, nixtamalization adds from, from the outside uh, skin portion of the, of the corn and the germ adds a certain amount of fat and a certain amount of hydrocolloids that are necessary for the actual structure of a tortilla, you know, which is why it's interesting. It doesn't require like added structural components like wheat flour. It's just corn. And additionally, it won't have that aroma and taste of nixtamalized corn. You know, like, like I say, think like opening up a bag of tortilla chips versus like, you know, opening a bag of cornmeal. It's not the same product. Are there health benefits to using masa harina as opposed to white flour? I would never substitute flour for masa or vice versa, ever. I mean, there's like different, I mean, that's not true. So, uh, you know, so we have on the show actually today, uh, Richard Blaze, and he uses masa as a fry coating. And I know some other people that make very crunchy fry coatings with masa harina. So it's a good application. Everyone likes the taste of it. But it's not a one-to-one swap, I don't think. But from a nutritional standpoint, I mean, they're just different. Masa, Masa is, well, I guess more than technically a whole grain. You're dealing with a whole grain product. Fanny Gerson is one of the country's most authoritative voices on Mexican cuisine, and in particular, Mexican confections. She's written three books, and her first, My Sweet Mexico, was nominated for a James Beard Award for Best Baking and Pastry Cookbook. Today, Fanny is sitting down with me at the Flatiron location of Doe, her handmade donut shop, and we're going to talk about Masa Harina. So thanks for having me, Fanny. Thanks for having me. So when we think about masa harina, a lot of us think about tortillas. But since you are known for sweets, I wanted to ask you, how do you typically use masa harina? 
Uh, so when it comes to sweet, I think of two things mainly. So I think of tamales, but sweet tamales, which aren't as known as the savory ones, but they're so good. And I also think of atoles, which are sort of these thick porridge-like beverages. And uh, they're made with different kinds of grains like amaranth and uh, rice. But my favorite is uh, the ones that are made with corn. So do you think that masa harina is an easy ingredient for people to use at home? I think uh, masa harina is very easy for people to use at home, but I think it's like one of those things that if you haven't used or didn't grow up with it, it can be intimidating because you don't really know what to do with it, but it's actually a very good thing to have around because it can sit in the shelf for a long time and you can really use it to whip up something very delicious very fast. Do you have any particular tips for people at home who are trying to use masa harina for the first time? Um, so I think that, you know, when you see a recipe for, you know, anything that you do with masa harina, uh, use the ratios that they give you as just a general guideline, but use your instinct. Because if you use the same recipe in a place that's humid versus a place that's dry, it's definitely going to affect the the texture so you know when you mix it with the liquid or or the water you know for for most cases you want to make sure it's not very dry and then just uh, as you add the liquid just go slowly uh, when you do you use it for those preparations or if you use it let's say even to make tortillas or to make something like that like really you want to make sure that as you handle it it doesn't crack great so tell me about the recipe that you're sharing with us for this episode so this recipe is uh, one of the recipes that's in my, uh, my Sweet Mexico, and it's one of my favorite in the book. It's a lime uh, tamal, and you get the flavor of the lime from lime zest. And you can actually use the, the base recipe to use it. You know, you can use orange zest, or you can use grapefruit zest, and you can add some fruit inside, and I just, I really love it. It tastes kind of like a, a very light pound cake, but it's made with corn. That sounds delicious. Well, thanks, Fanny. You can hear more from Fanny Gerson on episode 240 of A Taste of the Past and episode two of Food Without Borders on heritageradionetwork.org. Well, that's just about everything you could want to know about Masa Harina. If you liked what you heard, be sure to check out our other episodes of Fresh Pickings and learn more about Bob's Red Mill's favorite ingredients, including some delicious recipes and great coupon offers, by going to bobsredmill.com slash fresh pickings. Bob's Red Mill believes in good food for all. For Heritage Radio Network, I'm your host, Kat Johnson. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>